You know what, Sam? What? It's a shit out. Yes, it is. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. Oh, such a great win, a great needed win that the Hurricanes have had against Tampa. They win in a 4 to nothing shutout. And as you just heard, was Sam's best impression of Wade Minter's uh, shutout. Um, how do you think you did, Sam? I think I did okay. You think you did okay? I think I did okay. Yes, and obviously we are both happy after this win. Um, Sam, are you more happy that Kane scored four goals or the fact that Kachekov got a shutout? Both. To me, it's both. I say, yeah, both. <laughs> it was so important, I think, for the team to come out and make a statement. And they did. Because really what this game was going to be is Carolina was either going to make a statement or they were going to stay par for the course. And you needed to come home on a positive note, right? Because we have the homestand coming up, and we're going to talk about that coming up as well. But I think this game was was more important than most folks are probably going to. Maybe most people would really think about because Carolina really hasn't been where they needed to be this season yet. This was by far the best game I have seen them play this entire season, and I am happy that they finally had that game. I thought we saw half of that, and Tripp mentioned that in the game. I thought we saw half of that type of game against the Islanders after we were down 3 nothing. Yeah. Uh, but we finally saw that. It was great. Now, Tampa, I thought in the third period, I thought they kind of came out a little bit hungry, but we shut them down, and we won the special teams department too. Like I said last night, <laughs> he didn't get a point, but it was Tony's power play unit that scored. It's just what I believe what he brings to the power play is just at this moment in time, it's so important. Because we saw what a power play looked like without him on the ice, and it wasn't very good at all. So, I yeah, I, I think, and I, I know you agree at this point, it's just how bad Chatfield played last game versus how really good good that Orlov D'Angelo pair was tonight um what do you I mean I think if that's the case you got your power play specialist and Tony and Orlov if they, they can keep playing like that there's no concern and then at that point the question is is there a place for Chatfield on the roster so okay and we talked a lot about this um in the recap of last night's game of the log jam I don't want to touch too much on that because we talked a lot about that a lot about that last night, but I'm always an advocate of putting the best player out on the ice. And I think right now, again, this could change. Obviously I think right now, I think, uh, for the next game, and you got to take this game by game. It's mm-hmm. a long season. Uh, I think D'Angelo deserves another shot to be in the lineup because you won. And I think, I think that's what the mentality needs to be going forward. I still think from a managerial standpoint that um, what happened? (laughs) Boston lost to Montreal. Oh, good. I'm happy. Um, But um, I still think from a managerial standpoint, probably don't want to have that log jam on defense. 
But I think the best thing to do as a coach, and I think for the players, is to ride ride it out on a game-by-game basis. Who is the best defenseman right now? And especially, who is that defenseman that's been playing well after Hurricanes win? And right now, it's D'Angelo. Oh, absolutely. And and really, I just... Again, it could change. I think you and I probably don't entirely agree here. I think D'Angelo is the better option. I think you feel as though Chatfield will eventually be the better option. But, like, for me, if I'm extending someone, I, I'm going to extend D'Angelo and, let Ch- and, you know, move Chatfield to, like, a Vancouver. But get Garland because I, in my mind well if Pesci's gonna go Traffield's gonna stay you're not gonna let and that's walk. fine with me Both too go. you're not gonna let all three walk Shay, Chatfield and Pesci no uh-uh. but uh, that's kind of the D and the reason why we talked about that Sam is because D'Angelo did play against Tampa and I thought he played pretty good I thought he actually made a lot of a difference on that power play now, yeah. now here's the thing Hurricanes were only, what, one for four on the power play, I believe? That's 25%. And if your power, play is, if your power play is clipping at 25% in, in the right, you know, during the season and you're scoring one a night. One for three, <laughs> actually. And 33%. I, I'm taking those numbers. You're not going to be at 50% or 100% on the power play, or even 40%. But if you're clipping in the 20s, I think in the, in the low to mid-20s, I think you have an elite power play. And Carolina right now seems to have that, and in no small part due to Tony D'Angelo's ability to move the puck. He might not yes. get points, but he's going to create plays, and he's going to quarterback it. Yes. Again, I don't like the logjam, but as long as we have games like this where we keep – where we keep the team down to, like, at, at the most two goals, then I, I tolerate it. Again, I tolerate it. doesn't mean I like it. I just tolerate it because I still think you got to move someone. But we talked about that a lot. Let's talk about the good things. And this team can Sam. wait. And this team, just the last thing on the logjam is all I'll say, is this team can, if they keep playing well, they can wait to the deadline and then utilize a piece like that to make your team better then yes. as well. So. Only if they're playing well. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And what by me by me that playing Carolina hockey, which means that defensive sound game. I I mean we're gonna have offensive well, droughts. Because I mean I kind of expect that unless you get Patrick but Kane. Unless I listen, I love to have Patrick Kane. I Let's really do it. Would. Let's I just do don't it. think it's gonna happen. Donnie, if you're listening, go go get make it happen. Go bring in Patty Kane, man. Go bring in Patty Kane. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm down. I'm ready for it. Okay, so, uh, Sam, there were just only four goals tonight, all scored by the Hurricanes. Uh, The first goal was the power play goal, Sam. I thought that was a great pass from Ajo to Tara Vinen. Uh, Natchez gets an assist, too. What a blast of a shot Tara Vinen has. Um, He has now nine goals of the season. Still, I mean, first goal, and maybe quite some time, quite a few games, but he gets on the scoreboard, and that's what counts. Yes. And you needed to. You needed. You need. You got <clears throat> two points from Aho, right? Yes, you got two points. You need that from Aho, and two points from Burns tonight, actually. And I think Burns needed that more than Aho needed that because yes. Burns has not been good to this season. He hasn't been good. He's been okay. This was his best game of the season. Yeah, I did too. I thought he was so, pretty good tonight. Look. I think I, I really can't fault anybody's play tonight. I, I don't remember seeing anybody play bad except Jack Jury. <clears throat> oh my god! Um, although, although in that first period, I was like, Sam, if we lose, 
It's going to be because that two-on-one chance with Jarvis and Ajo, and they didn't convert. Yeah, but other than true. that, I'm not really going to complain the Hurricanes. They won four to nothing. I think they could have won six to nothing. And I think, I, I think the biggest factor in that Sam was because Carolina was so good. Uh, but I think another factor too, Sam, is that I just thought Johansson for them was not good. Like his re- rebound control was just not good at all. He could not handle the puck at all with his glove. Their their goalie had a rough time. Their goalie had a rough time all over the place. His rebound control was just bad. Yeah, it was. And Carolina was able to have sustained pressure because of that. <laughs> Look, Carolina, like we said, you know, they win four to nothing. They get a lot of really great plays from a lot of different areas on the ice. Tavo stays hot. KK stays hot. And KK did have a point tonight. Um, uh, no, no, he, he did, did not. not. No, okay. no, I'm looking. I'm looking at the box score. Okay. Right uh, well, I mean, KK had a point the other night though. But Tavo stays hot. He did have a goal. Ajo's got three points in two games. That's kind of the clip that you want to see him playing at on a regular basis or very close to that point per the, game. The only thing I want to see Svech scoring goals. I am going to keep saying this yes. until he scores a goal. Because Svech is getting <laughs> a penalty a game. Um, you need to start scoring every game. Man, I mean, come on. Watch your stick. Start scoring some goals. And we'll be in a good spot. Um, now, I thought that first song was actually really good. I mean, Svech, hey. Ajo, and Jarvis. Jarvis, I thought, played really good. He just, um, I thought it wasn't, I mean, yeah, Jarvis, I thought, played pretty good tonight. Um, I thought there were times where um, maybe um, he, he might have been a, maybe a little bit frustrated. But overall, I thought that first line played really good. Bringing up some stats here. Um, I'm just checking something real quick, and then I'm going to, you can keep talking. There's something I'm just curious about. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah. Um, so after the first period, guys, one to nothing. Carolina is winning and in, heading into the second period. I think us fans are both happy that the Hurricanes have a lead heading into the second period because uh, they did not give up a goal. Um, I I really think for Carolina to get back on their game, they first need to solve the defensive issue, and then I think they need to solve the offensive issue. Um, Second period, Ajo scores from Svech and Slavin. That was that was another nice goal as I think Svech kind of passed it to Ajo. And I and Ajo just had a great shot um on net. I think it was short of the blocker side of um Johansson and he puts it in the net. I thought that was a great goal. And then Sam in the third period you have Burns scoring from Gosh, what a great pass! Great pass from Shea, who I think has been our best defenseman uh, this season so far, and I think you agree with that too. Yes. Um, and then Nason scores from Bunting and Burns just to put more salt in the wound. Uh, four to nothing win. I'm so happy. Absolutely, and something I think it's important is Slavin claims Slavin claims top spot on franchise list. Jacob Slavin recorded his 197 assist of his career to surpass Dave. Babich, 196, for most by a defenseman in Hurricane slash Whalers history. Congratulations <coughs> to Jacob Slavin on doing great things that we all know that Jacob Slavin does. My favorite player. <laughs> Everyone knows he's your favorite player, Sam. Just like everybody knows how much I love Tony D'Angelo. Yes, I love Slavin. 
Uh, but yeah, great, great win. I, I, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think anybody played a very bad game tonight. Um, it was just great performance all around. Uh, you have any uh, final thoughts about this game? No, I thought the game was was really just. I mean, <clears throat> what more can you say other than just outstanding play from uh, from the goal out tonight? There wasn't a single defensive pair that I was concerned with. There wasn't a single forward line I was really concerned with. I harp on Jury all the time, but thought that line was great. One thing that I guess that you could say was confusing to me was I don't know why Bunting dropped the gloves. That didn't make a lot of sense there, and it wasn't much of a fight to begin with. But, I mean, I guess kudos for trying to spark the team after a bad night. I, I guess. think what he was trying to do was trying to set the tone. And I thought what Bunting did really well was that I think he kind of agitated Tampa. Um, yes. He, I thought he did that very well. I mean, tonight. there's going to be some bad blood there. I mean, Toronto knocked Tampa out of the playoffs this last year. Yeah. So there's going to be some, and and Bunting's been with Toronto in the years that that Tampa knocked out Toronto. So I mean, there's going to be some stuff there. I mean, one thing I'll say about Bunting though is he's staying out of trouble in Carolina, which is a good thing. Not getting suspended, not doing anything that's too ridiculous. Um, I love his passion. Look, I think having two players in D'Angelo and Bunting. There are not many players, if there are any other players on this roster, that have more passion and more grit than those two guys on this roster. I mean, they're heart and soul players. They wear their their way. They wear their emotions on their jerseys, and I love it. Yes, I do too. And uh, Sam, one more thing I do want to bring up about this game is um, I found this out during the game, and I told you Walt Ruff tweeted out after last night's game that uh, the the locker room that he was in for the Hurricanes after that game was probably the angriest locker room that he has seen over the, uh, his time here with the Hurricanes as a whole. And that speak volumes, and I thought they really released that anger um, just in a very excellent fashion by shutting out Tampa for nothing. So I just want to bring that up. Uh, now we're going to get to our three stars of the game and we're going to preview the five game homestand but before we do let's get to our sponsor the nfl season is going strong and DraftKings sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets and DraftKings isn't stopping there all customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 on the NFL. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 
21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can chop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before like one of their noise-canceling features, which I find is very, very helpful. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Powertech. Their 5-star review Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices 8 times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. No wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of 5-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site, with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buy Raycon.com THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. All right, Sam. Three stars of the game. Um, I remember last time you started first. You want me to go first? I'll let you. You list all three, then I'll list all three. Okay. So, uh, my uh, three stars. I am going to give... My third star to no, I'll I'll give it to Michael Bunting because I thought he really tried to set the tone, and I thought he really tried to get under Tampa Bay's skin, and I thought he was a pretty good player tonight overall as well. Um, so I'm gonna give him my third star. My second star I'm gonna give to Kachakov because of the shutout. I think if you get a shutout, I think you're automatically a three star material. I think, in my opinion, unless there's only five or ten shots that you face, then maybe. But overall, you get a shutout. That's amazing. Uh, so, Kachakov gets my second. My first star um, is... No, I, actually, I'm going to Burns my third star. I'm going to reverse that because he had two points, and I thought he played very well tonight. First star, Ajo, two points. Um, I thought he was amazing. I thought he needed a game like that just as much as Burns needed a game like that. Mm -hmm. So Burns, Kachekov, and Ajo are my top three. Okay. Oh, let's see. My third star would be um, Tony D'Angelo. I thought he just was all over the ice tonight. Didn't contribute on the score sheet. I guess I'm kind of like Adam in this regard. I don't think you have to contribute to be a star. I thought he was No, just, you don't. He I was, agree. He Again, 
And, and the reason why he's there is his unit scored on the power play. And to me, I think he has just been that key, one of the keys to why the power play has just been so elite this season. So uh, D'Angelo, uh, third star for just helping that power play click the way it needed to tonight. And even though they did the score on the other two, I thought they looked okay. Um, second star, Sebastian Ajo. He needed a good night tonight. Um, loved him. He was very important to have a night like this. And then first star is Piotr Kachekov with the shutout. You always favor goalies. <laughs> if a goalie gets a shutout, you're pretty much guaranteed for him to be my first star. Um, I loved Kachekov. Thought he was very, very good tonight. Um, he wasn't tested a whole lot, but when he was, he came up with the big saves when needed. Um, and I expect that from him. And I expect him to start Tuesday. Or, yeah, Tuesday, right? Against the... Um, Flyers. Flyers, yeah. I expect him to start Tuesday at home, Sam. We'll be there. I think, I think he can do it against the Flyers. Yeah. Flyers, they had a... Small good start to the season, yeah. but they're they're plummeting now in the standings. Yeah, I mean, which was expected. That's kind of what happened to them last year. Is you had a Flyers team taking advantage of some other teams that are kind of trying to figure it out, but Torts doesn't let them start late, right? Tortorella. The, when you play the Flyers, you're playing a team who's going to play hard. They're going to play their best every night. They just don't have the talent to do better, but. They're coached by one of the they're coached by one of the best coaches in the National Hockey League in John Tortorella. And there isn't a coach in this league that's expecting more from their guys, more so than Rod and, and, and Torts. I mean, they expect a lot from them. And yes, I criticized Rod Brindamore last night. And in turn, he criticized his players because they didn't play good last night. And he knew it. He owned up to a lot of the issues that in his con and his presser last night. And that's why I that's like important about to him. Me. He's being honest. And that's what I expect, right? You know, if you have a bad night or you're having a bad start to the season, you be honest. And he is. And he earns all the props for that. Um, and, and earns the props for making the right decision to take Chatfield out tonight, right? I mean, it would have been easy for him to double down on Chatfield. Um, but he put Tony in, and that was the right move. And it's going to be a tough game against the Islanders. Coming home, be a little emotional probably after a win like this, but that's a good segue to talk about um, that homestand. Yes, so that homestand that's going to be coming up, Sam, I think is a very needed homestand because you look at the first 15 games, 11 of them have been on the road, which is insane. <laughs> for hey, the good thing stand. is we're going to play a lot of home games for the rest of the year, more than we're going to play road games, so that's a good thing in that regard, right? Yes, well... Honestly, like I would say probably the first two months of or first few months of the season, it's just a very wavy schedule because after this homestand, I believe, I'm going to check real quick. Um, obviously, you're going back to Philadelphia and then um, back at home against the Islanders and Buffalo. But after that, you're going on a one, two, three, four, five, six game road trip. Because we got to go to Western That's, Canada. Yeah, I you got to yeah. go to Canada. Uh, so we need to favor this homestand as much as we can. And all these games are winnable. All of them. There isn't a single one I look at and I'm like, oh, Carolina can't win. You're playing a really struggling Philly team. <clears throat> then you're going to go and take on Pittsburgh. They won tonight 4 to nothing against the Sabres. But in general, Pittsburgh hasn't been very good, and Carolina has had their number of late. Then you're coming back, and then you're staying at home like we said. You're playing the Edmonton Oilers. 
They suck right now. Oh, they For do. Good God, take advantage of the fact that the Oilers are trash. They do not have a goaltender. They do not have defense. And to be frankly honest, McDavid and Drysdale have not been good this year. Drysdale, I think, has been better than McDavid. Actually, in my opinion, and that I mean, says David, a lot. Well, McDavid's hurt, and I'll, I'll I think is not a hundred percent. No, he's not. He's definitely not a hundred percent. So and my gosh, that loss to San Jose. Uh, that was funny. that was rock bottom. That's funny for. So for Edmonton. Edmonton's struggling. And yeah, wouldn't it be fun to beat Edmonton and then we're the reason why they fired their coach? I mean, that would just be funny. <laughs> well, we've done that before in Florida. Oh, really? Remember, Gerard Gallant was the head coach for Florida. And when we won the game, he got fired. And then he was the head coach of Vegas. And that was the first first time they entered the league and they went all the way to the Stanley Cup. Isn't that oh. interesting? Yeah, well, yeah, and, and I'm going to be frank with you, too. <laughs> I don't think the answer to the Oilers' problem is firing their head coach because I think Woodcroft's been pretty good. It would be like the Hurricanes firing Rod. I mean, Woodcroft's winning percentage is just so good in Edmonton right now. You're having a bad start to the year. It's not your coach's fault. I mean, McDavid's not healthy. You don't have a goalie. That's not your coach. That's You don't have the personnel. So I think it's personnel, not not coach. What 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 they need, I think, is a goaltender, mm-hmm. because none of both go, of their goalies are not playing. I mean, well. there's some goalies out there that might be on the block. <clears throat> and if you want to get a goalie that might not be, you know, Mrazek's been playing very good in Chicago. No, he has. So I mean, and good an for Mrazek. I have I have a warm spot for Mrazek, considering he helped Saint us. Peter. Um, Oh, yeah, you do have them from that Star Wars Night poster that I'm seeing against Minnesota. Yeah, I got, that was the year we made it to the playoffs. Yeah. I think that was the first year we made it to the playoffs. Maybe it was the second year, but. If we ever had a video podcast, you guys listening to this uh, would actually see it. Uh, Yes. Because that wasn't a, I think we won that game, didn't we, against Minnesota? We have not lost a Star Wars Night in a long time. I don't think. I, I know there was one Star Wars night that we lost, um, and that was against Ottawa. We I haven't believe. lost one, I think, since we started making the playoffs. Like we, we like we lost one the year before, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, th- both Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Edmonton, probably the most out of those three that you're going to have trouble with is going to be Pittsburgh. Obviously, you still have Crosby, Malkin. Uh, it's going to be the first time we're going to see, uh, well, no, no, not Chris, Chris Letang, um, but, but Eric Carlson yep. on the back end. That's going to be a little bit of a headache, but I still think we can win because I don't think they have good goaltending in Tristan Jerry. No, but if Yari, if Tristan Yari's like on, like on it, he can be a problem too, but he, he has to be hot for him to be a problem. Well, they're on it right now. They're on a four game winning streak. Yeah, and they blanked Buffalo tonight, so <clears throat> Yari's going to come in a little, might come in a little um, happy. Yes, yes, definitely happy. Um, not the type of happy that I'd like to see him come in. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, Carolina's looked, looked good tonight. Um, they're coming home. I think it's important. I know you and I are kind of splitting the home stand. Um, yep. Uh, Tampa and then Columbus are going to be the two t- games rounding out the home stand. And yes. Columbus, we can win against. You hope so. Tampa, we just shut out them. So, yeah, you can beat Tampa, too. I mean, they're going to have Kucherov, but one more home. 
Yes. Now we're home, so let's come home and win that game. And we are obviously a better team so far this season when we play at home. I believe we we're 4-0-0. Lo- we, yeah, we haven't lost a game at home yet this season. So just keep that up. If you can come in and sweep this road, this homestand, you're going to put yourself in a good spot. Do I think they do that? <clears throat> probably not. They probably lose at least one. Yeah, if, if I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting them to win all the home games. If I'm, honestly, if I'm being honest, I kind of expect them to lose to Edmonton because at some point Edmonton's going to get pissed and they're going to go off on somebody. And our luck, they're going to go off on us. So. so the max we can get is 10 points this homestand. If you can get seven, I think that's successful. Yes, I agree. Seven points, I think, it needs to be the goal there. Um, Seven points, you can do that. And then you round out the whole month um, at Philadelphia. And then Islanders back at home. Again, two teams I think you can win. And a little uh, (coughs) heads up, we are going to do a giveaway for the Islanders game. Again, we're switching tactics this season. You want to be entered into that. It will be through listeners only. So you're going to know what you're going to know how is if you listen to the podcast. So we're not going to tell you what it is right now or how to do it, but pay attention. We'll announce it closer to the game. Probably a couple of maybe probably after one of the road games, right? Well, well we could, we could probably do it after the uh, Columbus game. Okay. Maybe yeah. we'll do it after the, the Columbus game. We'll announce what you need to do. Give some people time and how to do it. Yeah, after I'd say we could probably do it after the Columbus game and announce it at puck drop against Philadelphia on Tuesday, maybe. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could or, do something um, like or that. Or we can announce the winner. We will announce the winner on the podcast. Oh, after we the, could do after that after the Philadelphia game. Yes, we. I say we do that. I like that idea. But we'll tell you how to do, how to enter into that a little bit closer. Yes, and we'll probably announce the winner on our socials after we yes. record. Yes. Absolutely. Um, good game. Fun game. And um, you got to uh, come That's home. all she time wrote. Time to come home. It's time to come home, boys. Time to come home. I know. They really needed it. Oh I'm looking my forward gosh. to it. We're going to the... We'll be there. Him, Sam and I will be there for the Flyers game. You're taking your dad to Pittsburgh, <coughs> Edmonton, and I'm heading there for Tampa and... Um, Columbus. Columbus, and then... They're back on the road, coming back home later at the end of the month. That's our giveaway game. Yep, and it's going to be come out of November with some wins, and we'll be fine. Again, Carolina is still number two in the Metropolitan Division, trailing still the New York Rangers. Carolina is more than capable of still winning this division, and I still believe that they will. Yes, definitely. So we will see you guys after the Philadelphia game. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.